Hey y'all, welcome to Any Revelations of the Second Degree, where love is the foundation of life with thyself. My name is Shani Wasikoff, and I am thankful to be here. I'm very thankful for this episode, especially because I know a lot of times when we're listening to episodes or, you know, a podcast or a YouTube channel or an interview or talking with someone on the street, it's very easy for us to take ourselves out of the equation of one who has wisdom or of someone who has experiences or of someone who has been through something. And it's very easy for us to put the person that we're speaking to or that we're listening to on a pedestal and seemingly that they have all the answers and they have all the knowledge. And I just want to uh, know. I cherish you all. I cherish any. I cherish God for allowing this and just for who, who he is. And I'm very thankful for myself. But in regards to these episodes, it's very important that you know I am coming on here with scriptures to back the topic. But the topic itself does not have any script. It does not have any outline, which is why sometimes it takes me a couple of days to actually decide I'm going to stand and I'm about to record this episode because it could really be like, okay, what am I supposed to say? Like how I just, because for me, I really want at least one person to be blessed, at least one person to walk away with a revelation, at least one person to say, I can now, at least one person to believe in themselves for someone to heal or to begin the healing process. And realizing as a human being that nobody else's lives is in our care, we can only do our best and pray that when someone looks our way, they see Yahweh. And so it's very important to me that I do that. And so taking it upon myself, and yes, I know I say and so a lot. I actually really love and so, and so, and so. It's really in anything. And now when I'm writing, I really put and so into everything that I do. And so it's hilarious. But I literally just said it in the disclaiming of me saying and so. Anyway, I'm very appreciative to be here. And these episodes are truly off the dome and off the spirit because a lot of times we ask God to work in our lives or we ask for guidance and we don't step out on the path to be guided. We want God to guide us down the street, but we have yet to step off the sidewalk. And so it's very important that we begin that step and we begin the process so the Holy Spirit can work through us because the Holy Spirit is there to teach us new things, but to also bring things to our remembrance. And so how can I bring something to your remembrance, which you never, you know, indulged in, which you don't you can't remember something that you don't know, you know? And so just so we understand that we we are all equal. God has given us different gifts, but my gift is not better than your gift. You know, it's one of those things where you just have to embrace everybody and realize that we all lack something, but not in the sense that, oh my gosh, you lack something, so na na boo boo. We all lack something. And so it's a beautiful thing to be in a community like any or or in a village, in your neighborhood, or at school, and have people around you that too lack something, but may have something that you don't have. And that's the beauty of God not making us to be alone. Because we are imperfect human beings, there's going to be something that we don't have. And even when we have a friend, or a family member, or a parent, they're going to still lack something. And that's beautiful, because it will always turn us to God who lacks nothing. And so, hi, everyone. I love you all very much. I truly do and I'm just very thankful to be here for another any episode it brings me so much joy truthfully speaking and so today's any episode is entitled abundantly accomplishing and I'm very thankful for this topic because 
This season of my life has been the most busy, the most fast-paced, and the most creative. And I just want to share this topic with you all and also get my own revelations because like I said, I don't know where God is going to lead me in this episode. I just am thankful and I thank God in advance for the information, the revelations, and the love and unity and uh, similarities to you all's lives and just the different perspectives that we hit in this episode. And so abundantly accomplishing I wanted to begin this episode with Psalms 139 because a lot of times you might hear someone say that God loves you or you might hear somebody just mention God and it's very difficult to as we talked about and what is love it's very difficult to understand something when your definition of it has been a specific way your entire life and so when you get the truth of it it's very difficult for you to identify that as the truth because you've been living your truth okay and so I want to begin this with Psalms 139 it's a very beautiful chapter in the Bible um I really, I truly love it and I truly appreciate it. And I just want us all to get our own revelations from that. And it's going to definitely lead us into the beautiful um, abundance that this episode has to offer. So Psalms 139, I will be reading the NLT version. Oh Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the rings of the mornings, if I dwell by the forest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night, but even in the darkness I cannot hide from you. To you the night shines as bright as day, darkness and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Oh, how precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And even when I wake up, you are still with me. Oh God, if only you would destroy the wicked. Get out of my life, you murderers. They blaspheme you. Your enemies misuse your name. Oh Lord, shouldn't I hate those who hate you? Shouldn't I despise those who oppose you? Yes, I hate them with total hatred. For your enemies are my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. That is Psalms 139. And I find it very beautiful because it begins with the beauty of God. It begins with the intelligence and the omnipresent and omniscience of God. And 
we gradually go from that into the section where it talks about shouldn't I hate those who hate you? Shouldn't I despise those who despise you? And I think it's very beautiful because a lot of times people will see people who believe in God and see them as these angelic beings, which they are not. They are still human beings who are just choosing to live a blameless life. It's a difference, but they are still imperfect. And it's very difficult to be in a room where people think that you are perfect and you end up making a mistake because even though you are still following God, mistakes happen because you are imperfect. But intentional choices and mistakes are different things. Intentional choices, okay, but mistakes come from intentional choices. You can't just be like, oh, I'm in a mistake. You're intentionally now diving into a mistake that was first a mistake, but it's now an intentional choice. But like I was saying, it's very difficult to be in a room where people perceive you as being perfect and you mess up because now all of a sudden you must not follow God because you make a mistake. You must not do this because, again, those stereotypes. And as we were talking about in what is love, that confinement of society that confinement of certain groups of people that you have to be this way it's kind of like that I only love you until mindset and so when we talk about abundantly accomplishing I wanted to begin with Psalms 139 because in this day and age where we have so many things on our heart that we want to accomplish we have so many things that we're seeing that we want to top so many of our old projects and old aspirations that we want to exceed You know, the many ways and aspects that we want to grow in and from and to, it really has our minds in a way overwhelmed. Because if it's put on my heart, but I don't see any of the steps, you know, like like I, I want to build this, but I don't have the money, you know. I don't really know anything about it. It's so many I don't have or so many how can, could I. You know, it's so many questions that go into the process of the thing on our heart or the things on our heart coming to pass that we, in a way, live everything out through our mind instead of through action. And so when we talk about abundantly accomplishing, going through uh, Psalms 139, when it says, you saw me before I was born, every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. I find that very important because we don't know who to call to sometimes. And a lot of times we are in friendships, relationships, acquaintances. We have acquaintances and we give people more credit than they deserve. You know, we say, oh, well, this person can't necessarily hate me. Or or this person had to have my best interest at heart, right? Because they were with me in a time, in a bad time. They were with me in a difficult time. They were with me in a challenging time. And talking about that, it makes you say, okay, you know, well, this person, of course, they had to have my best interest at heart because they were in my life at a challenging time. But you don't realize that they added to the challenge and not the solution. You don't realize in those times because... We don't give ourselves credit. And so if we don't give ourselves credit, we have to give something or someone credit. And it usually is external. It's never internal. And so when it comes to abundantly accomplishing, we always look outward instead of inward to begin the process to accomplish. And we don't ever think in the abundance mindset because we don't know how. You know, we how do I think in abundance when I've literally or practically been surviving my entire life? You know, and and that goes back to our um, surviving and living episode, which is a very beautiful episode. Um, 
and the revelations from that I still they still shock me but thinking of that it's something beautiful to have a vision on your heart and it's something beautiful to know that God has the provision for that vision that God has everything ready for you to accomplish that vision but the vision does not come without challenges the vision does not come without effort the vision does not come without hardships the vision does not come without missteps the vision does not come without time the vision does not come without a lot of things and a lot of times abundantly accomplishing to us does not happen because we are willing to accomplish through challenges we aren't willing to step back and say okay this may take time we we, 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 we just want it fast and that's why a lot of us get things fast but it doesn't last who gonna book me for their records because i'm having a blast I, 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 look at that ass i i, I pass gas <laughs> <laughs> really though guys i it's something beautiful I, I keep saying beautiful i feel like i've used that word so many times now but it's something truly amazing to know that i have something on my heart and I have the ability to accomplish that, right? And so when we talk about abundantly accomplishing, let's, let's, let's step by step, right? Let's take it one step at a time. <laughs> wink, wink. There's something on your heart, something in your spirit, something that God has placed within you that you want to accomplish, right? A dream you've had. Back in grade school, they would ask, what did you want to be when you grew up? And you wrote in your little booklet that you still have now in your closet many years later, saying you wanted to be something, you wanted to accomplish something. And for some of us, what we wrote down has changed. And so how? How do I begin? How do I step out on faith? How do I actually walk by faith and not by sight? How is this going to come to pass, you know, when it seems like I don't have any of the tools? Okay, so I just want to read the Psalms 139, 16 through, or just 16. Um, You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day passed. And now, how I think about God, really, is you, are you ever, like, replaying a game? And in a way, you know how it's going to turn out, but... Some games allow you to make choices, so the ending might always be different, right? But you're in the present moment so much that you're not thinking about the end. Because, yes, there's a, you know, an end that's going to come soon. But the present moment is so full and, 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 and it needs all of your attention that if you're thinking about the end too much, you're not going to be fully in the present. And so that's that's my perception or that's that's in a way how I view God because, yes, he has had every moment laid out and he knew every single day before it passed in my life, in the life of Shani Wasserkoff. Yet, he is in this present moment with me. So it's not that he was like, she's going to make this choice and I'm going to make her do this. I'm going to make her do that. You know, she better do this. Or she better. Do... He's allowing me to choose, you know, and that is a blessing. And in a way, again, we're not meant to understand everything. So it gets me in the headspace of, OK, if you know I'm going to make this choice. And if you know this was going to come, why do I have to go through this? And so many questions start popping up. But we all have goals and aspirations. And I love seeing what people desire. You know, what do you actually want? And then it's such a contrast to what they're doing because a lot of times, you know, we have children or we have family members or, or, or we have needs, you know. 
And something that I've been talking about with myself lately is persistence, you know, so enduring, but also time. Time has been coming up so frequently in my life. Just just in reading the word and seeing life and hearing things and, 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 and the news, everything, time, live each day as if it were your last. You know, and that's not to be afraid of death. That's not to be afraid of, of, of anything, you know. It's to embrace the present. Make the most of your opportunities in these evil days, but don't act thoughtlessly. Who said you have another moment to live? And how dare us wake up the next day and pray for something that we could have done in the previous day. And so abundantly accomplishing. People don't realize a lot of things and a lot of our goals and and, and, and creative projects, a lot of those things really will begin to come to pass when we decide that we're going to start living because you don't want to put out anything that doesn't have quality. There are so many things in this world that has a lot of the quantity is beyond me. But the quality of it, please, you know, movies that got sequels it should have been one, you know, and so. It's so many um, examples and instances, but when we talk about abundantly accomplishing, think about quality, right? And think to yourself, look inside of you. you. You have this goal. You have this aspiration. And so, yes, people can assist you. Yes, you can have mentors. But at the end of the day, God gave you this vision. And so you cannot put your trust in anybody more than you put in your trust in God first and then in yourself. Because, yes, you're going to need people to assist you. And you're going to want people to assist you because, again, you lack things. And some people have insight on this and insight on that. But it's going to take you actually putting in the effort to figure out. And sometimes we have things in our heart that we don't even understand. It's like God speaking another language to us. And so, again, the, it takes effort to abundantly accomplish. You see people having dreams. You know what I'm saying? Getting the car that you want. Building the house that looks similar to the one that you wrote down in your prayer journal. And it's like, okay, God, but what about me? He hasn't forgotten about you. Again, every moment of your life was laid out before a single day had passed. Realize that God is waiting on you. And God is still moving. And it's crazy to see how he's moving in other people's lives as well. But God is still moving in your life. But realize this is when you have a relationship with God, that is a relationship. You are intertwined and in a relationship, it's a two people job. You, you can't be like, okay, I'm going to do all the work because it will never lead to, to the true end result that it's supposed to because it's a two man job. One person cannot run the race with a baton. You need four people for that. And if one person decides to drop out, their team cannot play anymore. And so you have to realize that for some things, you are going to need other people, okay? And so in this relationship with God, he's going to do his part. He's going to always do his part because he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. But are you going to do your part? It might be scary. I get it. But you can't figure it out until you decide to try it. And by trying it, I don't mean being like, I tried my best. I mean doing it. So you step out and you just do it. If it's on your heart to perform somewhere, pull out your phone, record a video, and upload it. 
performance is not just one thing. Theater is not just one thing. Music is not just one thing. Dancing is not just one thing. As we talked about in our episode, what is love? You have to realize that if God created you and, and, and music exists and this exists, there are ways for you to embody and exhibit and experience those things in your own authentic way. Okay? And so realize when it comes to abundantly accomplishing, you have things that God has, yes, placed on your heart. But you have to first look to the one that placed it there. Okay? And so I wanted to read another verse for you guys. This is Ephesians 1. I'm going to read just uh, Ephesians 1 verse 3 right now. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Maybe some people think that it's a joke when we talk about we believe in Jesus and that our life is more abundant because, again, the enemy came to kill still in Detroit, but Jesus came so we may have life and life more abundantly. Realizing that everlasting life does not begin when you go to heaven. Everlasting life begins in the land of the living. It begins now. You know, thinking about, oh, I'm just trying to get to heaven. I'm just trying to get to heaven. What you're doing now is important. What you're doing now is important. I was talking to, I was, I was talking to myself and God earlier and... Talking about how you are somebody's role model and the more you exhibit the goodness of God, the more you please God with what you do. Matthew 5, 16, let your light shine upon men so they may see your good works and worship your father in heaven. The more you embody those things, the more that you being their role model really just equates to Jesus being their role model. And so realize that abundantly accomplishing is not just for, for you to have a car. It's not just for you to have a house. It's for you to bring people together. It's for you to bless somebody, okay? The motives behind things are also very important because you might have something on your heart, but it seems that, that you can't accomplish it because you're only in it for the money. Abundantly accomplishing has so many different avenues and routes, but when I really think about it, I, I, I think about really just doing it. And you hear people say it all the time, but it's like, okay, but how do I just do something that I don't know how to do? You, you get your computer, right? Get your phone, go to the library, open up a book, start researching things. Do, do y'all know how beautiful, how aesthetic, how pleasing it is to see somebody talk about something that they know a lot about? It's really important that when it comes down to abundantly accomplishing, realizing that we are self-sufficient in all things, as it talks about in 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8. We are self-sufficient in all things, and, and, and we aren't placed here to just please ourselves. And so begin abundantly accomplishing as thinking about giving your project, giving your music, giving your creation to the world. It's not you giving and then now you lack something. It's giving and now you, you, you receive and giving and now you embrace because there is nothing like creating something and someone feels something and someone resonates and, and someone understands something a little better and someone has a revelation and someone's like, you just saved my life. And so the truth of the matter is that it takes work. It takes work for anything, okay? And to truly abundantly accomplish, Ephesians 3.20, to him who was able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we dare to ask or think according to the power which worketh within us. What do you believe? What are you doing? You know, God has planned our days. He knows our lives, okay? He, he, he's with us. He's choosing us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. But what are you doing? Are, are you walking? Are you taking action? 
Again, in theater, how they say that how you practice is how you perform. Don't you come up here with no lazy attitude and then expect me to give you something that I need someone to be confident for. What are you doing? I want to create something, but all your life you have just sat down and, you know, watch other people create. When are you going to create something? Oh, no, I want to start vlogging, but all you do is watch other people vlog? Oh, no, I want to start composing music, but all you do is listen to other people's music? When are you going to get the knowledge to compose your own? When are you going to get the knowledge to record your own? Realize that it begins with you. It, it has to begin with you. Because for you to go to a lesson, what do you got to do? You have to book the lesson. Even if someone were to invite you, say, you know, I heard that you were looking into this and you were trying to figure out some things and I'm very knowledgeable in it and I can very much assist you and I don't mind, you know what I'm saying, helping you. You still have to show up. What are you doing to benefit yourself? What are you doing to help yourself? You know, well, I want to grow. I want to get closer with God or, you know, I want to do this or I want to sound better when I sing. What are you doing for that? And then you mad months down the road because the progress hasn't changed. And if anything, you have digressed. Why is that? Why is that? You have to begin looking at yourself and being accountable. To abundantly accomplish, you have to first realize who is going to be the one accomplishing. So to circle back to experiences, to abundantly accomplish is to never forget what you've been through. Everything that you have been through will assist you in abundantly accomplishing what is on your heart right now. People do not realize how much their life experiences assist them in growing, how much their life experiences assist them in creating. You hear people write songs, you hear plays, you see people dance, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you see people conduct, you see, you see doctors, you, but you don't realize the experience, whether that was experience of school, whether that was experience in the field, whether that was for a doctor, experience of actually going to the hospital first and being like, I remember them using a scalpel and I remember them stitching this way. And you know, you don't realize how much your experience plays a part in what is now on your heart. You have to make the effort to identify yourself first and so to really abundantly accomplish is to acknowledge yourself because when you acknowledge yourself and you don't forget what you've been through it is impossible for you to not acknowledge God whether you say his name or not you being alive is proof that God exists and so often we do forget what we've been through and not in the way that we don't feel the hurt when we think back on it or we don't remember how we felt when we think back on it but in some way, we forget that we are standing here right now. In some way, we forget that we actually conquered that. It's funny when you hear someone talking about the worst point in their life and it's in the past because they're in the present talking to you about it. But that same person will go and say, well, you know, I don't believe I can do that. You just walked through cement, tar, quicksand, and you hear with no speck of any of that on your being, internal, external, whatsoever, and you're telling me you don't believe you can do what? Y'all, abundantly accomplishing is really realizing how much you have accomplished already. Because when you be like, when you sit down and say, okay, I have grown in this aspect, I haven't grown in this aspect, but I have conquered this, this, and this. In my hardest year, whatever year that was, I did this, this, and this. I have walked through so much. I have been through so much. I have helped people in so many ways. In my hardest days, people still look at me and be like, I want to be like you when I grow. Damn, that stutter was bad. It's a blessing. And so if you want to abundantly accomplish, sit down and acknowledge yourself. Because when you actually acknowledge yourself 
and you make a pact with yourself and you say, I ain't going to ever forget what I've been through. Because the moment you forget what you've been through, you deny yourself from ever pushing forward. You deny yourself from ever truly accomplishing. You strip, your, you strip all of that away when you say, I want to forget. It is, you accept it. Accept what you've been through because that's going to lead you to where you need to go. Everything is going to be used. So embrace everything. Every moment that you're in, every situation, every predicament, every person, whether they come, go, or stay, embrace everything. Because to abundantly accomplish is to first realize what you have already accomplished. Because through the process of you abundantly accomplishing what is on your heart right now, you're going to be faced with things that you have conquered. You're going to be faced with challenges that come from previous challenges. You're going to be faced with so much that you're going to need prior knowledge to handle. Because you're going to need new knowledge to handle it, but you're going to also need prior knowledge. And so you cannot abundantly accomplish until you realize who you are and where you've come from. Because like we started off this episode... We are, we have become such external viewing beings that it's difficult for us to ever put ourselves in the equation. And so when people take us out the equation, we so damn hurt, but we haven't even put ourselves in the equation. We don't even give ourselves the time of day. We don't even take care of ourselves. We don't even acknowledge ourselves. And so it's like, damn, you just hurt my feelings, but you've been hurting your damn feelings since you've been born. And so again, love yourself first. Stop begging people to love you. You love you. There is a way for you to love yourself. It might not be the way that your mom loves you. It might not be the way that your dad loves you. It, it, it might not be the way that you have ever seen love before. But there's a way for you to actually exhibit the truth of love, to exhibit God in your love. And you do it through your fingertips, through your words. And so you have all you need. We are self-sufficient in all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on, y'all. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, y'all. We don't realize that let's take Jesus I mean everything that he went through not just being on the cross before that because they was cursing him out before he was on the cross you know but do you realize this man the most famous man in the world okay he at the right hand of God I mean all people are brought to God through him but what did he have to go through to get that crown what did he have to go through to get that name what did he have to go through what did he have to go through? Y'all have to realize that you're going to have to grow through some stuff. The going through one never stops. Neither does the rewards. Neither does the blessings. Neither does the miracles. Neither does the praise. Neither does the worship. Neither does the giving thanks. So keep going through. You went through your hardest moment, not prepare for your hardest moment that's going to come. And it's not such a bad thing because sometimes we think about challenges and think that the challenge is there to conquer us. We are there to conquer it. Without challenges, we cannot grow. And so if you want to abundantly accomplish, add in your prayer, God, you know, I want to accomplish this, but I also want to be challenged so I can accomplish this and much more. God has greater for your life. The best is actually yet to come. And so stop trying to be comfortable. Ask God to place you in uncomfortable situations so you can find your new comfortable for who he's transforming you to be so to abundantly accomplish realize who you are where you come from and who you've been and who you want to be but if you forget any point in your life you're going to forget who you are right now and there's no way for you to move forward if you do not realize who you are in this moment we have everything we need for anything that we want but seek first the kingdom of god and everything that we need shall be added unto us that's what it talks about in second corinthians 9 
that we are self-sufficient in all things, that we may give freely to people and still have enough and overflow for ourselves, that is a blessing. And so when we think about abundantly accomplishing, don't think about it for yourself. Think about it for other people. Give. Don't give because you are pressured or because you feel obligated. Give from your heart because giving should never equate to you lacking. Because when I was reading 2 Corinthians 9, it talked about I will be self-sufficient in all things. And it started naming like kindness and love and, 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 and things like that. I'm like, okay, you know, but I'm giving money and all I'm getting back is love. <laughs> you know, but when I'm giving, I'm really just get, receiving more overflow. When I'm giving, I'm just receiving the, the end of God's promise. I'm just receiving his and this and some and exceedingly and abundantly. And so abundantly accomplishing, it has so many, um, like, I, like we said, avenues and routes. But it's truly just realizing that you have done so much in your damn life. Get your behind up and start working, start researching, start doing it. I've been thinking about time so often. We don't have no time to waste. God has blessed us with this new day. We asking him, can we abundantly accomplish? How are you going to use this moment to work towards what you're praying for? You actually got to be patient. He put you in a situation where you got to be patient. And then you mad because you still ain't patient. You going to have to do something. You going to have to do something. And so let us look at ourselves because God going to do what God going to do. But do y'all want to be God's servants or his stewards? Do y'all want God to be like, do this and you, yes, sir, I'm going to listen. Or do y'all want God to give you something to give you a, a creative project or to give you a mission or to give you somebody and allow you to use your experiences, allow you to use your knowledge, your ability, your capacity to steward that, to nurture that, to be fruitful and multiply. What do y'all want God to do? Because you're like, God, what, what I'm supposed to do? And he allowing you to use your brain. And that's why you cannot forget what you've been through because you're going to need your experiences to help you go through. And so as it talks about in Matthew 25 with the people who got five and two and one, we asking God for this damn flower to bloom, but we done hid the damn seed. Now we can't even find it. What are you going to do? Because at the end of the day, to abundantly accomplish, you have to make the first step. God has planted it on your heart. What are you going to do about it? That is the end of the day. Don't give me that. You know what I'm trying to do? What are you going to do? You trying your best? Do your best. I'm tr- Do it. Work towards it. Move past what you what, what move past the obstacles. We are here to conquer the obstacles. They're not here to conquer us. I know we all have aspirations, but how are you going to best maximize your day where you hit them all? And on some days, you're going to have to relax. On some days, you might hit one goal or one project more than another. And that is all right. If God placed it in your heart, there is a way for it to be accomplished. So please breathe and realize that sometimes God is not going to be like, do this and do that and do that. Because we are in a relationship with God. We are not his slaves. And so in a relationship, your partner is not always going to be like, I want it done this way and this way and this way. You're going to take what you've learned from your partner and you're going to be given something. And you're going to see, how am I going to use this towards them? How would they like this? How am I going to do this for them? When you're planning a party or when you're thinking about what to get someone for Christmas, what do you do? You go back in time, think about the experiences with that person. Think about who that person is, what they said in the past. Maybe you wrote it down. Maybe it's still in your mind. Maybe something sparks a memory. And then you act accordingly. Allow yourself to 
move. Allow yourself to grow. Allow yourself to do things. So often we are codependent. We think that we need somebody else to move forward. God planted it on your heart. And there will be people to assist you. But you first got to assist yourself. And so to abundantly accomplish is to realize that God placed it on your heart. And you will be the person to abundantly accomplish. But what you are accomplishing is not just for you. As we all desire to abundantly accomplish, we all must first desire to acknowledge ourselves, to acknowledge what we have been through, to acknowledge what we have went through, to acknowledge what we stay stagnant in, the things that took a long time for us to be delivered from, but that we can stand here finally and say, that ain't me no more. It ain't ain't even a desire of mine no more. I'm not even tempted with that no more. I can be faced with it. And laugh and turn and about face and not think about it when I go home. And if I do think about it when I go home, I think about it because I'm thanking God. That I ain't thinking about it how I used to. And now I'm praising him for it. And so, y'all got it. Y'all have everything y'all need. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. His workmanship is marvelous. He created you. Your body, your mind, your spirit, your character, your family, Start realizing just how blessed you are with everything around you. But begin with what's in you, what's inside of you. It's so easy to be like, oh, I got this damn body, but it ain't how I look on TV or this not how everybody like or realize God knew your day. Every moment was laid out before one day had passed, meaning that everything about you was strategically crafted. And so embrace yourself fully. So so you may embrace what is to come. You have the ability. You have the capacity to accomplish. Allow yourself to grow. Allow yourself to fall. Allow yourself to make mistakes because it will come. But intentionally choose to commit and to continue. You have come this far. Please do not give up. And so if you need a push, push your damn self. Because you have conquered too much too much to believe you can't do it you have conquered too much to believe that your life is done you have conquered you have literally conquered too much to stop you have conquered too much to pause you have conquered too much to give up don't give up please do not give up please do not give up please do not give up there are people that are counting on you your work is going to mean something to people they need to see it they need to experience it they need to hear it because some people will love it It's not meant for everybody, but it's meant for someone. So you go create, you go make, you go produce, and you do it with everything that you have. You put all of you into it. Make it a piece of yourself. That's why when I'm creating or when I write something or when I make a visual piece, I call it a piece because it is a piece of Shani Wasserkopf. Anything that I create, you see. Any is a piece of me. And so do it with all that you have. Colossians 3.23 And whatever you do, do it heartily unto the Lord and not unto men. With Christ, you have everything that you need. Eternal life does not begin in heaven. It begins right now. And so I ask y'all to just go. But you can't go if you don't realize who you're going with. And you got to realize who you are. Because so often than not, we ask God for things. But we take ourselves out the equation But we realize that he put it on our hearts, meaning that we have to be in the equation. And so add yourself to the equation. Realize that you are crucial to his plan. And start living. 
In his presence is the fullness of joy, and at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my foes, came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, and this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. What they meant for evil, and what you even meant for evil, God has turned for good. And now make it your duty to live through, be a living testimony, because you're not supposed to look like what you've been through. Neither are you supposed to forget what you've been through. Oh my gosh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I am so thankful because when I tell y'all, recording these episodes is a blessing to me. I am so thankful. I am really thankful because, oh, it's such a blessing, y'all, for real, to have, I'm so appreciative because y'all have to realize it, it takes a lot to, and again, me recording this is me just listening and taking heed to what I just said and got revelations for. And I know when I'm editing this, I'm going to get revelations for it too. When I post, I'm going to get revelations and all this stuff. But really, it's really about just going forth. And so I'm very thankful. I love y'all so much. I'm so appreciative to be here with you all. Um, I just love y'all so much. I love God so much. I love Jesus. I love the Holy Spirit. I love what he's doing in our lives. Allow God to, to, to elevate you. You know, don't have to have the greatness taken away from you so you can still keep God at number one keep him at number one and allow him to give you the greatness you know receive the desires of your heart receive it all and still keep him number one he wants to give you so much but it's really difficult to do that when you keep going back to your old ways because now you're blessed with something that you asked for life is a balance it's also a lot of sacrifice but we can do it I believe in this all and I love you all very much um if you all want to chat uh, we have our Instagram at Innie's Presence, I-N-N-I-S-P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, Innie's Presence. You can follow us on YouTube as well. Still preparing for our first upload on there. And I'm just very thankful and I love you all so much. And God loves you so, so, so much more. And he has a plan and many plans for your beautiful, precious life. I love you so much. And I will speak with you all next Friday or pretty soon on Instagram or just in spirit. I will be praying for you all because I love you all very much. God loves you as well. Until next time, Shani Wasserkoff says, (laughs) later.